Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm the Teach. And welcome to Naughty and the Teach. This week, we are your favorite festive black hotties with a question mark. Uh, and <laughs> we have a nice, very special epi- holiday episode for you. A very special holiday episode. Yeah, so just like in your youth, or maybe now, if you watch any <laughs> of the TV and they have that very special holiday episode, this is our version of that for you. Just imagine us um, uh, in stop motion. Being very, very cute in red and green outfits. Yes. Very, very elf-like, very we work on the North Pole type. Um, I don't know. I don't want to I don't know if I want to be an elf, because elves are like slaves. But so are we the people overseeing the elves as they do the work? <laughs> um maybe I could be like a friend of Santa Claus. I don't know. Um I or would... a non or I don't want to say an overseer elf, but you know, one that's she means overseer elf in the, <laughs> a position in the cottage. Of power. <laughs> One that's in the cottage. I don't know. The elf that's like, hey, you elves get back to work, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather prefer that than being an elf. But yes, <laughs> bringing it back to our very special <laughs> festive holiday um, episode, uh, we are going to be talking about the holiday spirit and holiday traditions and all what that might entail. But first, let's pop off. Um, you know, we're popping champagne bottles. It's the end of the year, start of the new year. We are hoping that 2022 is better than t- uh, the long ass year that 2020 and 2021 have been just like mushed together. You know, that's all we can do. Yeah. These past 24 months have felt like a really weird days with ups and downs. And it seems like they're going to go back ups again <laughs> or back downs <laughs> again, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, so here's hoping. So for 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 2022, we want to dedicate this popping off to you. Pop a bottle, pop some champagne, enjoy the holiday season, and have a best and festive New Year's. Yes, we hope uh, everybody you know happiness and safety. We see on the internet uh, there have been no posts of that black woman climbing up them fucking steps because nobody wants to claim 2022 you know we're all very nervous about it so we're hoping that it's good yeah i mean the best you can do at least in the meantime is just make yourself some resolutions get your mind right see how you want 2022 especially seeing how 2020 and 2021 might have been for you make those plans one of the definite things i would say and if you've been listening to us you know where this is going work on yourself take the time Make 2022 your year to really make some significant improvements upon your own mental, physical, whatever it is. But definitely work on whatever you might need to so you can be the best version of yourself you can be. And don't wait until the first to start. You know, today is a perfect day to hit the ground running. No better day than today. As um, Christina Yang would say, you are the sun. Okay, so make sure you're shining like one. Uh, I do know that's a Grey's Anatomy reference, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. See? See? I've learned a lot. I've annoyed him so much talking about Grey's Anatomy that he's like, I finally get a reference. When I hear the characters' names, it's really helpful. So I'm glad that she she started (laughs) off. If she just randomly said this, I'd be like, did Lincoln say that? (laughs) There is a character named Lincoln. Oh. (laughs) He just guessed. Wait, Lincoln's the female character. Um, It's a boy. Oh, well, you know. He tried. He tried. It was 50-50. Listen, the fact that I guessed Lincoln and it was right. That's pat myself on the back. <laughs> um, so, all right. So let's go right into digging deep. And digging deep, we're t- like we said, we're talking about the holiday spirit 
and holiday traditions. So we wanted to just start off by talking about what the differences and how they align. So holiday spirit. When you, you ask me the teach what holiday spirit might mean, holiday spirit is basically your general feeling of this time of year. Some people are really festive and they look forward to this type of year. Some people are looking forward to this type of year in July when they're <laughs> like, listen, I'm opening up my garage. I got my lights ready. And we're like, but it's hot as shit outside. Like, why are you? It's not even July 4th yet. Yes. we. They they didn't even have their Independence Day. I'm unsure. <laughs> Do you know I did that? Yes, they. <laughs> um, they didn't even have their Independence Day yet. I'm unsure why you're talking about setting up holiday or Christmas decorations. But some people really, really, really look forward to this time of year. Holiday traditions, however, are just the things that we do year after year. The things we may do that we might have been doing since we were a child. We might do with our own children. We create our own um, traditions with our families. Things we may do with friends, loved ones, or whatever. But the spirit to the teach is the feeling about this holiday and the traditions are just the, the activities, the things, the doings of the do for this time of year. I do have to say I'm very proud of my daughter. My parents took her um, and my nephews to, to go take pictures with Santa. And it was a white Santa. And she just fucking cried. She was like, get, this, get me away from this white man. And I was like, there you go, sis. Because mm. you know Santa is black. That's the only Santa we recognize. <laughs> It was like, it was so, it was so funny. My nephews are jumping up happy and my daughter is screaming, crying. And I'm like, I don't even know why you brought her. Yeah. If, if, it, if it's not that, she's like, who is this strange man? No. I don't recognize you she, at all. I'm telling you, I put on a blonde wig and she did not like it. She was like, who the fuck are you? And I wear wigs all the time. And she was like, not the blonde. It was like, not, not the look. That's not, that's not the one. <laughs> go, go back and change. Yeah. <laughs> go back and change. Like, it. I do not fuck with Madonna. Change it. Let's go. So, holiday was, spirit. Um, holiday spirit, does it or can it change as we get older and life factors change? I think it does change. I think, um, like, your holiday spirit, if we are going to, like, relate it to anything, it's like a cup. And when you're a kid, your cup is really small. So, uh, the, and the cup is small, and as you get older, the cup grows and grows, and the same amount of water doesn't fill it the same way and you know as you get older there's more responsibility so like when you're a kid you're not expected to give gifts maybe when you're in school they'll have you draw something but that that's not unlike any other holiday and then you know when you become a teenager and you get allowance if you get allowance it's like you're expected to <laughs> that's a big if <laughs> yeah like if you get if you get allowance then you're expected to save some of that allowance to buy a gift not necessarily like um something extravagant but like you're expected to at least give your parents something or maybe your sibling something things like that um you know and and they have to be something that of value i guess or at least like in my experience like my parents would have to value it for it to be counted as a gift and then as you get even older and you have your own job then you really have to give thoughtful gifts and i think Thinking of thoughtful gifts can be very hard for people, just not because they, they don't care about you, but because um, there's so many people that they want to be thoughtful towards that it's hard to budget. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about um, gift giving, but can I pause on that for a second and just... Why um, not? Because I want to talk about the cup thing, and I think that your cup metaphor was excellent. Um, it oh, is. Thanks. As we get older, our, our cups are get bigger, and what we need, it, it just requires a lot more. 
So as a kid, you know, you wake up on Christmas Day and you are so excited because you're basically since like the 22nd of December, you're just gearing up. Okay, I'm getting gifts. I'm getting gifts. Your cup I know. is just being filled and you don't have to fill anybody else's. And and, and that's it. It's just your your cup is full and you all you have to do is wake up, go um eat breakfast might even most of the time you just run straight to the tree Mm -hmm. or whatever you might have that might represent that tree where the gifts are being held and you open up the wrappers and it's a great great morning it's a great spirit you follow that up with probably watching some cartoons eating some food with family whatever but your whole focus then at that age is just the gifts that you're receiving and even if like you don't get all like extravagant gifts you're probably as a kid you're probably getting a lot of gifts because you're getting it from your parents maybe siblings cousins aunts uncles family friends because you're little and people love to give kids things and they love to see the reactions of kids when they get these things yeah even when they give like gag gifts like i'm sure a lot of you have seen um when the kid gets a banana for Christmas and his asshole family thinks that he's going to cry and be upset, but he's actually like, oh my gosh, thank you so much, thank you so much, and like has all this joy, you know? So like the the outcome of the video was very precious and cute, but you know, people love to see those reactions. Yeah, those are the reactions that people who buy their gifts and their gifts are supposed to be thoughtful enough to get that type of reaction. But as we get older, those reactions change. The things that people are into, the things that people want, the new, hot, exciting thing that you could buy for a kid, because you could just look and see, there's a toy, like a couple of years ago, it was Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, oh sorry, a couple of decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> not a couple of years, a couple of decades ago, it was Tickle Me Elmo. You know, for the most part, you knew kids were into it, kids loved Elmo, kids loved this toy. If you can get that toy, you, nine times out of ten, you might satisfy whatever child you're buying it for but (laughs) with adults it's different because adults have different hobbies they have different likes they have different wants they have different needs so to try to still find that thoughtful gift i think it's really the thought that counts but then sometimes we overthink not the fact that the person receiving the gifts will think the gift is thoughtful but we overthink of putting more emphasis on the gift you buy and that just adds a whole nother added level of pressure as opposed to just getting the gift, giving it to them, and just having them understand that you took all your time and effort to find them the best, most thoughtful gift you can. I also think people get caught up in, um, like, the gift can be very thoughtful, but if it's if it's not expensive, then people think, oh, well, they won't they won't appreciate it. But um, like, thought and expense don't necessarily have to they don't have to correlate. Um, and like going back to like social media from last week, now like when Tickle Me Elmo was was the toy, it was the toy because kids were watching commercials and they were yeah. all watching yeah. the, the same, same commercials. Yeah. Watching the same shows too. Yeah, and the same shows. So like you know, you can you knew like okay, my my kids like these shows, these toys, or Tickle Me Elmo is the hot thing that everybody wants. Um, now, like, there's YouTube commercials, there's TV commercials, there's commercials in almost everything that you're watching, and, um, you know, my nephews, like, we have Alexa, so they'll say, Alexa, put this on my wish list, and it's, you know, it's a very long wish list because they will, um, they will say the things that they see the commercials for on YouTube. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, if they think it's cool, they're going to just wish list it or, sc- or take a, take a screenshot and send it to me or my sister. Um, 
you know so like even that gets hard because what what you're normally you could buy a gift in um like September or October when it was cheaper and then you'd give it to your kid at Christmas and you know that they would still want it and still like it. Now it's like what you liked two weeks ago, you don't even care about now. So that can make it a little bit harder as well. Yeah, and the commercialization is, is infiltrated every aspect. Anything you do, even as adults, you're watching a, a video or commercial. You're playing a game. Sometimes the games will interrupt you to run an ad mm-hmm. for 30 or so seconds that you have to wait to... to to, to, to skip. So everything, I mean, with the exception of Netflix is the only thing that now. doesn't have. But, it, yes? but also when you're watching For Netflix, now. you'll be like, why is everybody drinking Pepsi? Oh yeah. Well, we, we, the subliminal ads will never go anywhere. As long as there's a sponsorship deal or a producer who has ties with some corporation that's going to give them money to make these things. We're going to see how cool these products are. But in real life, we're like, who drinks Pepsi? Yeah, like mm. <laughs> Who drinks Pepsi? I mean, if nobody's people going for a cola, it's probably a Coke. But, you know, there might be a subset of people. If, you, if you're if you one of our fans and you love Pepsi. I mean, shout okay. out to um, <laughs> when I went to tour University of Maryland, one of their selling points was that they, they had a McDonald's on their campus. And it was one of three McDonald's that sold Pepsi instead of Coke because the students petitioned for it. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers really like Pepsi. OK. Yeah, they were just like, yo, like Pepsi, I, Pepsi's the life. Like I drink neither, but cool. But the commercialization is everywhere. So when you have these things, uh, interest for kids today will change quicker than mm-hmm. it did back then, back in the days when it was just very few commercials. And, you know, as long as they have a device, there's always going to be something new that they want. But their cup is still small. It might be actually bigger because there's so much things, so much products for them to have access to that we didn't before. But it's still a smaller cup because their cup is not now they have to now distribute gifts. They have to give gifts to their loved ones, to their siblings, to their their parents, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe some of their friends or whatever the case may be. So that's when your your cup starts to get bigger and what needs to fill it. You know, it takes a lot more. Yeah. I think for the people who are really into it, like the people who do the extravagant um, light displays in their house or, 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 or around their house. Those are the people who that's how they're starting to fill their cup. I'm getting myself in the mood so that anybody who comes by this house will see this extravagant display or this extravagant neighborhood that has lights because there are places. And I yeah, think- I think it's like the idea of, of sharing joy or giving joy to people that you're like, OK, this is how I start my this is how I start my season. It's how I get in the mood, you know. Um, I'm fixing on even like the idea of like, you know, like you're fixing up your house um, to just for this season is nice as well. I think that puts people in the spirit. Even for some, just buying a Christmas tree or a Christmas wreath mm-hmm. will really start to help people fill up their cups. But does that change when you are far further away from people that you might be close to like family people your loved ones because then you have this cup that's now it could partly be wherever you are but then part of this cup could be far away yeah with your family or whatever yeah i i know like for me um like my best friend is far away so like planning christmas was really hard and it was like at first she was going to come to new york city and then i was like no i'll just come to buffalo and so like it was that like kind of started off my holiday season because it was like oh i'm so excited i'm gonna get to see you it's gonna be fun you know like that kind of started the season but it did make it hard because 
we had these like special gifts we wanted to exchange and when you can't see sometimes it's hard when you can't actually be there for the exchange um i know for me like uh seeing people like giving gifts to people and seeing them be happy is how I get into the spirit that's like that's my thing gets me off um so it's hard when like you can't see the person get the gift yeah I think that yeah because when you get it because nowadays if you're gonna send a gift and they're not close you're just gonna have it delivered to their house yeah the and then it's like there's no surprise because it's like, oh, I sent it to your house. Did you get it? To, you have to make sure it got there. You got to send a couple of text messages like, hey, the tracking said that it arrived. Did you get it? Did you see it? Did you open it? Like, yeah. Did it get stolen? It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Because you want to see that initial reaction that people have. And that's the excitement that a lot of adults have when they're giving kids gifts, you know, in their younger age. But we have to do that in a sense for people who are further away. Um. For me, I think the holiday spirit isn't, it's not that it's not my thing. It's just, it's a time of the year. I never really had, you know, that holiday spirit because, you know, circumstances, life just wasn't really a priority growing up. Um, And the holiday traditions was we used to just get together and have a meal. That was the extent, you know, there'd be some, maybe there'd be some gift exchange, Um, but it wasn't really common mm-hmm. in that sense um so we would have dinner and that was it and as we got old and as i got older and we all got older it just became less and less of a thing um yeah, it's hard to get people together when as you get older yeah for sure and even though people are in the same city yeah no when when you're not being forced to see some of your relatives you're just not seeing them yeah so i mean so now when we're having this holiday season now it's just like whatever um i'm not really like super excited i i bought a christmas tree one year and it felt great except i was like damn i'm the only person here (laughs) i'm coming in looking at this tree Uh, tree smelled good smelled great for me it'd be like damn i gotta clean it up like just just me on my own oh yeah you you definitely gotta clean it up and then when you have pets you're like then you have to worry about like you're like i have dogs so it's like don't fucking eat the tree like leave the tree alone or um you know you put sugar water for the tree and it's like, don't lick the water because now you have like a cracked out dog, you know, and, like zoomies all day. <laughs> and, and, um, I have big dogs. I've always had big dogs and th- them zipping back and forth in an apartment. You're like, all right, all right. <laughs> like it's zoomies too much all day. That's all they're doing. <laughs> just running up and down, running up and down. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't say, you know, the holiday spirit really grips me. Or, but also my holiday traditions have changed. I don't really do anything for it. So I think maybe if my traditions were more, or there was more of a tradition in general, um, even if it was like just get together, have a meal, watch a Christmas movie, whatever it might be, or a holiday movie, excuse me. I want to make sure that we cover all the different holidays. I mean, but you would watch a Christmas movie. I mean, I guess. Or Die Hard. Yes. I would watch a Christmas movie. Thank you for admitting it. Um, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. We're gonna but talk, he we're, thinks it is. We're gonna but have that's this, later. This that's little later. debate in a little bit. But it, any movie that takes place guess, around Christmas, can you guess our sides? <laughs> is a Christmas movie. I guess it's also been confirmed by the studio. I think what thirty years later or whatever. I don't care. That was peer pressure. <laughs> yes, it probably was. Actually, people keep emailing them like, "Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?" And, and they're like, annoyed. "No, mother. it's like fine. Fuck it. It's a Christmas movie." Uh, let we're gonna get to our, our Die Hard <laughs> Christmas movie debate in a little bit 
So, um, one of the major important parts of the holidays for most people is gift giving. Um, the exchange of, you know, thoughtful presents, thoughtful gifts to people that you love, you care about, happen to work in your office, you were part of a secret Santa and you got the one of the person you don't like, whatever. You're giving gifts. That's part of the uh, the spirit. So, Naughty. Yes. You give great gifts. Oh, this is true. You. I can confirm this. What is the motivation for us non-really good gift-giving people? What's the motivation? What's the What makes a gift good? Um, you know... Um, I've, I've, uh, admitted this before I'm a Scorpio. So I, I tend to think of myself, um, a bit, a bit of a creep. So I remember when people mention that they like something or, you know, they, they might show me something, it goes into the file cabinet in my, in my, in my mind. And I'm like, okay. So like, then I, I know what to get them. Um, so that's just like, that's just me. And I like giving gifts that I think people will like that show them how much I think of them um, or how I feel about them. I like doing that, and I like people being happy when I give them gifts. So, like, um, for example, with uh, the gift I got to teach. So the first gift Very was... Thoughtful. the first. The first gift was um, uh, Jose Fernandez, right? That's his name? Yes. Um, <laughs> Marlon's jersey. Um, There's a reason behind that. So he showed me a video and about about Jose Fernandez and like his tragic story and uh, and he had mentioned that um when the Marlins had a you see uh, you see how much I know about this guy you're on the the right track I'm like looking at him for confirmation like how he shed a tear when they did their whole um when they did a tribute to him so I was like oh when it came to Christmas I was like I'm gonna get him this but then I fucked up the jersey so then I was like I need to get him something else so and, I know how you fucked up the jersey um well I thought I did I'm hypercritical what can I say um then I know he likes the Mets and my daughter fucked up his Mets, Mets his Mets bear so then I was looking for the Mets bear not really <laughs> I was looking for the Mets bear but then I found um like it looks like a Letterman jacket, and it's this. It has the same years, of uh, that the Mets won the the World Series. Thank you, because I was gonna. I was like, I know it's not the Super All Bowl. All two years. <laughs> I was like, I know it's not the Super Bowl. To help me out, guy. Um, so I got him that, and that 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 was a thought. I was like, I know he likes the Mets. I know my daughter fucked up his stuff. I know What's he likes thing? Jose Fernandez, and it was a whole thing. So that's what I'm gonna get. Yeah, the Jose Fernandez thing was a tragic story, and the video I showed her was about. Uh, uh, he passed away, sadly. Um, he was a baseball, up-and-coming baseball player who escaped Cuba. He, you know, was able to really, um, you know, establish himself in a life for himself here as a pitcher of the Marlins, the Miami Marlins. He was really good. Tragedy happened, and he had a tragic boating accident, and he passed away. The Marlins' next game, or the next game that they played, was against the New York Mets at Shea Stadium. And uh, the very first batter who was not a home run hitter, hit a home run after they honored him. And I just thought that was an amazing moment in history and time. And I showed her that video, told about <laughs> how, you know, watching it with a friend in a bar and it was really touching. So then she remembered that. But I do want to say this video I showed her had to have been long time ago. I don't even remember us watching the video. It was, yeah, it was, my, it was summertime when, when he showed it to me. But that's what I mean. Like, also, there was another time, like, I got... My friend said that he liked a pair of 
my um, ex-boyfriend said he liked these these pair of shoes. So I found these shoes like they had stopped making them, but I found the shoes in his size and I had them sent to his house and I only had been to his house one time. So <laughs> you you're saying the shoes visited the house just as many times as you did at that time? Yeah, so I sent I got him right I got him sent right to his house and he was like, "How did you know where I live?" And I was like, I knew your apartment number. I knew your building number. All I had to do was look up your zip code. You, you know what's going to happen now, right? What? Every time somebody talks to you, they'll be like, hey, Nordy, PlayStation 5. I really am excited to see you, PlayStation 5. That's, yeah, no, that's, I'm not. Hey, watch no, this no, no, video that, about the PlayStation 5. No, that time of gift giving to the people I'm dating is, uh, you got to earn that. Because I gave to way too many. I bought way too many fucking sneakers. Um, I'm over it. You hear that? Now only my friends get the good gifts. You have to earn the right. People I'm dating have to earn that. You hear that, man? You got to come correct. You got to make sure that you are bringing it equally. Equally. You're not just going to get. The days of getting are over. Why am I making the, why am I making the pitch for you? Um, oh, you know why? Because the last episode, I was like, I don't know what I would do if someone cheated on me. So you're like, no, no. Don't, don't even fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> don't cheat and, and do the work. Listen, she ain't, she's not asking. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be like, oh, I didn't know how you would react. So I just wanted to see Teacher's how it like, goes. No. I want you to be happy on the holidays. So I'm making the pitch yes, for you. Yes, yes. Come correct, guys. <laughs> you don't come correct. This is not the place He's going to kick you out. That's it. I don't even have to. She's going to do it before I do. Um, so, yeah. would you say you're a good gift giver? Um, I think I'm a thoughtful gift giver. Not, e- not everybody thinks that the gifts are good because some people like oh, the expense yeah. more. I think the thought is really the important thing. You are a thoughtful gift giver. I think for me, I'm not a thoughtful gift giver. I wouldn't say I that. I give gift cards. I mean, uh, like. It's easy. To me, like. Buy what um, you want. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Like when you gave me the Mother's Day card, I really appreciated it because not only was it like a nice card, you know, because some people just pick up the first card and they don't look through the card. So not only was it an actually nice, a nice card, what you and the message that the card had was nice. But then the message you wrote was even was like especially nice. And that made me feel very appreciated. And I guess like noticed as a mom, especially at a time where I wasn't with my daughter. So um it made me feel really happy. So to me, like, yeah, you gave me money and that was, that was nice. And it made me uncomfortable that you gave me money, but the card was like so special to me. And it's a card I will always keep. I'm going to stop giving people money. I see. It. I, I, I realize now just don't give people money. So when everybody starts getting cards, when they're like, yo, can I borrow money? And I make you a card. Do know that it's, it's to not <laughs> make anybody uncomfortable. But that's just me. Like you, you, you know, I'm not, I'm not like that, but, um, some people are going to like be mad at me and be like, bitch, why the fuck you told him? No, don't give me money. I mean, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> so when y'all start getting cards, when y'all ask for money, I'm just saying, I hope them words can pay for whatever you're trying to pay for. But yeah, but I don't think, I don't know. I don't think you're a bad gift giver. I think you're just like, I don't know what you like. And so here's the money and a nice card. Yeah. Let me, I'll tell you what I think about you and you can buy what you like. Honestly, I don't know if that's thoughtful, but it's useful. There's a utility in being able to take this gift card and buy whatever good or service that you might want or need. But the thought is in the card. Yes. So I don't know. Like I'm going to stop giving cards too. I'm, <laughs> I'm being lazy this year. No, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it depends on... Uh, how you appreciate a gift and what you think a gift is. Because if someone thinks that a card is not a part of a gift, then they're not going to care about the card. And true, I true, true. I think a card is part of the gift. Like I, 
complain to you about people giving me shitty cars on my birthday. True. You know, because I didn't care about the gift. I cared about the car. So that's just, you know, we went on a tangent there. But um, Y'all are going to get a lot of, you're going to get a lot of a card requests. Hey, if you have a good idea for a card or any appreciation, uh, hit up Naughty Flower on Instagram. You could do a digital card. I'm sure she would love that. Oh, I would love that. I would love that so much. That could be your way of like showing love and appreciation um, for the holiday season. You could do mine's. You could do me as well. Um, I'll read it eventually. I'm still getting, <laughs> <laughs> still working on getting better s- with my Instagram. S- if you send it, them to Naughty and the, the Naughty and the Teach Instagram, I'll like screenshot it and say, "Dude, you gotta read it. You gotta. Re- this one is nice." No. Yes. I'll, I'll make him read it. I'll send it directly to him. Or if you <laughs> want to take a gamble, just send it to at the teach NYC and let's and see what happens. Maybe it'll get I mean, read. it might be June and you're like, I'm like, wow, what great. Thanks for the Christmas wishes. <laughs> it won't be that bad, but who knows? It'll be March. Um, that's that's a, a big difference. <laughs> than June, so good for me. Um, one thing that's also very common during this season is charity work and how people participate in charity events. Um, most people claim that most of their charity is done during the holiday season, during this time of the year. So I guess the question becomes, how charitable are you? Is Does charity change, at least for you? And I'll answer the question as well, um, during this time as opposed to any other time during the year. I know um, at this time of year, like, Maybe not like so close to Christmas, but like in that, like around Thanksgiving, beginning of December, um, I'll ask my parents and to see if they have any like clothes or like any like specifically like jackets or boots that they're not wearing anymore. Um, mostly my dad, because uh, even when you give clothes, a lot of shelters, a lot of people seem to give like women's and children's stuff. And even when they give men stuff, it's um not for men who are like six feet and bigger um, or like the shoe size is like maybe like a 10 or 11. And so since I know my dad has bigger feet and he's a bigger person, I ask him if he has anything that he doesn't wear anymore um, because he keeps his clothes so nice so I can give it to people. Generally, I bring it to the train station or I'll find some, I'll have somebody drive me around to give it to people. That's what I usually do. Yeah, you typically want to try to give it to the people who are in real need. Yeah. Um, there are some places that you will donate to, will turn around and sell your stuff Yeah. for a profit. Um, some places um, have the allure of being a charity, but they're really a for-profit business. We're not going to get into that just yet. But some of these places that you donate to are a for-profit business in which they're uh, money is also made by the your charitable donations. So yeah, keep that in mind. It's a good tax charitable write-off, but that's all you get. They make a profit off of your donations. So if you really want to make sure that it gets to the people who actually need it, really do your research on where you're donating to or giving to because you want to make sure that it's for the needy people. Yeah, I know. And people will, like, if, you, if you're like me in... Um, like I live by a train station that has a lot of homeless people. So I know if I bring it to the train, someone's going to get it. Um, I know people look at you like really weird when you bring like a bag of clothes and like you fold them up on benches, but it, people do take them and I, it's, you know, and you know, the people who are picking them up need it. You know, you don't have to worry about who's getting like, 
is is it going to charity or is it getting sold to another country or another continent or getting sold to the hipsters who just want to come and like to do the thrift store shopping yeah because you know one day you'll see like hey I used to have a shirt like that. Wait, it has my name on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, your whole graduating class and everything, pictures of you on it. Yeah. So that's that's something that you definitely want to consider when making donations. Um, for me, uh, I, I think it's changed a lot since uh, COVID. Yes, you know? because I know you used to say, like, for your birthday, you would give out food and things. You can't really do that. in a Well, you I guess it's hard in a pandemic. I, I Still feel like it's needed, mm-hmm. um, but it's harder. You know, you also want the people that you're giving stuff to to feel comfortable, not like, you know, it's COVID. You know, people could get sick. They don't know what kind of supportive services they might have if they get COVID. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to put them in that position of, you know, I want to eat, I'm hungry, but does this How make me comfortable How, by yeah. somebody coming around and just handing me food? You know, under normal circumstances, people would be grateful. Here, you know, it is harder. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done or shouldn't be attempted, and people can just say no. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. But you know, it's just for me mentally, just getting out there in the middle of this panorama. I don't want to continue to, you know, put myself at risk, especially with, um, you know, Omicron, or especially that you know we're in a profession that you know, will send us to work. They don't really care about Regardless, us. They're like, listen, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. you got to be there. There's no, you get sick. Oh, well, it'll come out of your sick days, but that, yeah. that's it. I mean, yeah, oh, we might have you you, caught it here, you but got still. Ex- you got exposed? Oh. That's too bad. Come, you wait. Yeah, come to work. Come to work. Come, come to, to work. work. Yes. Yes. They, they'll take off. Don't worry. They'll be at home for the next couple of days quarantining until they get a negative uh, a test, but you, you got to be there. And they pressure you too. Like my daughter got exposed and they were like, you know, you only get two days without a note and you don't get a note for your daughter being sick. Like what the fuck? And it's like, it's so it's either I take unpaid leave or I go to work and I have a kid who was exposed. See, that's (laughs) so they put that foot on your neck for real. Yeah. For real, for real, for real. So, um, Charitable events for me has changed because I am trying my best to just, you know, keep safe. When it opens up and things are safe and things are more normal, yes. But I don't think the holiday spirit brought out more charity in me than before. Um, I think I was younger and I did question a lot of the charitable events. Uh, One of them is, I'm I'm not going to say any names, but there, there are some charitable events I've seen where I've seen people try to interact with these organizations as they had their holiday, you know, food drive, their holiday, um, you know, drive. I don't know what you call it, where they just donate. Fundraiser (laughs) for, you know, people in need. And when the people in need try to either interact or come in or they're literally met with extreme resistance. So it's like, but I thought this was for me. Yes. um, You're here. You're saying you're doing this in the name of people like me. But I'm here. I'm not doing anything. I'm just asking for any bit of support. Y'all have a whole tray of sandwiches. Can I get one? <laughs> no. No, it's not for you. It's for the people who are here to fund or make money for you or donate money to you. But you can't have that. It's it just rubs you the wrong way when you see that per- in person and live. So I think for me, charity has changed. But 
I'm not. Everybody should have some form of charity. Some people's charity is for others who they don't know. Mm -hmm. Some people, it could, it could be time. It could be money to buy gifts. It could be you purchasing gifts or donating old toys or old, you know, things that would be helpful to other people. But for some charity is giving to the people that you love, that thoughtful gift that you have bought for your mother, you bought for your, your, your mom, your grandmother, whoever else it might be. That could be charity for, for, for everybody. Yeah. And I also think like in the, in the pandemic, as I say, like if people who would normally give old toys, like you can't really do that now because they have to be in boxes just, you know, for, uh, not sanitation, but, uh, to be more sanitary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I called it the panorama. I meant pandemic. That's what I was trying to call it, but he's not hip to my slang yet. No. Well, now I know it's the pandemic. So, um, <laughs> One of the, the, the traditional ways that people celebrate the holiday spirit is with a good old Christmas movie. So we are about to have some a bit discussions on holiday movies. And, you know, holiday movies are more than just Christmas movies. We know a lot of Christmas movies. We know that there are some Hanukkah movies. There are some Kwanzaa movies. I don't know of a Kwanzaa movie, mark? but I do know that the Proud family has a Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa episode. Yeah. yeah, so there are some things, um, some shows that have acknowledged Kwanzaa and their uh, episodes were around. So their very special holiday episodes were around Kwanzaa. But I guess what we have to start thinking about, because this is where Nordy and I might get into a little bit of a debate. What makes a holiday movie? I can start. No, no, no. Okay, you can start. Holiday movies take place around the holidays. The holidays have some form of influence in them. Now, everybody has different traditions. Everybody has different ways in which they celebrate or acknowledge, acknowledge the holidays. But as long as it takes place around the holidays and the holiday has a heavy theme in it, like, could this take place if not the holidays? Yes, still. I'm going to make the argument from the movie I'm about to make an argument for because it couldn't take place at any time besides this one. But if it takes place during the holidays, it's a holiday movie. Okay. I think that um, a holiday movie is about, is about essentially about a holiday, not, you know, it's this holiday time and we are just living our lives at the time of this holiday, you know, um, or in, if it's not on that holiday, the theme of like an example would be like full court miracle, a, a Disney channel movie. It's about, um, a, I think either middle school or like high school basketball team. And, um, they correlate the basketball team and, um, them going to the championships to Hanukkah and they have their Judah Maccabee character. They have the, um, the Israelites following this character. And then at, at the basketball game, they own, they have, um, they only have eight minutes left of oil and they have more time on the clock and they need the oil to last for the whole time, which is like, um, the candles burning in the original Hanukkah story. So it's like a miracle. Yes, that's the miracle on the full court. I so smart. I smart. Yeah. So you see, like they the the theme directly correlates to what the plot of the movie or the the theme of the holiday. No, I hear that, and I I, I appreciate you saying that. In a particular instance <laughs> of for Christmas, 
Christmas embodies a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be charitable. There's a lot of things that happen around Christmas that wouldn't happen around other years, such as uh, other holidays, such as the mistletoe, Santa's presence, the presence of the joy, the holiday party in an office. Now, if you ever worked in corporate or any place that has a holiday party, normally that is the wildest party that you will have in your place of business or or sanctioned by your place of business. Mm -hmm. Those are essential. There's no other times in which a holiday party gets as wild as the holiday Christmas party. Also, that's when bonuses are given out and all of that. So that helps. Um, I'm just going to say, fine, fine. He's talking about Die Hard. Okay. Talk about a movie. Okay. Yeah. He's talking about a movie called Die Hard. (laughs) And said movie Right, if that that could have taken place at a New Year's party, because we know they were working on Christmas Eve, they could have been fucking working New Year's Eve at a fucking party. She ain't wrong. Okay, and it could have been the exact same fucking movie. The only thing that would have changed would have been um, is Bruce Willis, right? That's his name. Yeah. Okay. Um, his wife would have been like, "Nigga, you missed Christmas," and he would have been like, "I know, I'm sorry. I was working a double shift. You know, I'm a cop." And then it would have been like, at least I'm here now. I love you. I'm here for my family. We can still do Christmas. Ugh, fine. I have to go to this fucking office party because my boss is a slave driver. Fine, okay. I'll be right there. Let me go take my shoes off. And the whole movie would have been the same. Uh, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Except, oh, he couldn't have said, ho, ho, I have a machine gun. A machine gun. He would have been like, bitch, I'm popping champagne with my machine gun. Pop, 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 pop. That actually is very a better line, <laughs> by the way. However, um, Hollywood, however. if you're listening, let help me. Let me write your movies. However, <laughs> a plug well, for me. Yes, the party aspect could have been done at any time. New Year's would have been another fine time. But can it, you imagine him saying pop, a pop champagne? Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I could just imagine uh, Alan Rickman's character who. By the way, it was Alan Rickman's very first movie, and he was amazing. He went on to be an amazing actor. Um, in that's a lot Snape. Of other that's things. Snape yes. if you don't know or his real name. Or The Metatron. If you ever seen a movie called Dogma, Dogma was good. Or Watch he was it, the, Buddy Christ. <laughs> or he was the um, the very angry, like pessimistic guy in um, Galaxy Quest. Oh, right. Yes. He was the... Uh, alien he was he was half alien half human yes he was galaxy crest was another underrated movie it didn't get a lot of anyway we're talking about die hard here excuse me (laughs) holidays so if the movie takes place and it has a heavy influence with whatever holiday that it is i think there was a movie called new year's day i i I oh it's one of those valentine's days mother's day movies yes good at all but it was called New Year's Day because it's uh, it's all about the ensemble cast. It's not really about the plot. Who, I don't know what the movie was about at all. I just know it was called New Year's Day. I heard it was very very bad. Yes, if you've ever seen Valentine's Day with like Taylor Swift, Taylor Lautner, um, Jennifer Gardner, Ashton Kutcher, it's one of those movies where it's a huge ensemble cast and like all of their stories are supposed to be connected and things like that. So like Love Actually. Love Actually is a holiday movie. Um, yes, like Love Actually, but ec- except like Love Actually, they were that was like a family, right? No, no, it was no, a, no. A, bu- a collection of different stories with a lot of prominent oh, British no, actors at the time. Oh no, so I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of Love the, Actually is the one with Hugh Grant. Oh, I'm thinking of the. And he was the a, politician. Um, I think I'm thinking of a similar movie with Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, 
But yeah, but it is like that. It's a where it's like an anthology of stories altogether. I, I just so I'm gonna put the Die Hard uh, to the side because he lost that for, one for one second. No, uh, it's still a holiday movie. Okay. Still gonna make the argument, but it's not a Christmas movie. It's, it's a, Christmas a movie, movie during it the is holidays. A Christmas movie. I'm using the holidays to encompass all the holidays in this time. They weren't talking yes. about Hanukkah in that okay, movie at you're all. Right. So it's a cri- Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay, it is to the, the best Christmas movie to the out there. And if you haven't seen it. You got it you, is a you're good in a movie. wild ride for two and a half hours. It is a good movie. Excellent movie. The worst Christmas movie. What is Love Actually. Have you ever seen Love Actually? Who are the other characters besides Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Um, is it also with the... the Ch- um, Ch- Chittowell. I have seen this movie. Andrew Lincoln. I think that's his name. I've, I have seen this it's movie. It's the one with the, the cards and he, a very young, very young And this young is the one with Keira Knightley. Knightley. Very and, young and he Keira has the, Knightley. And, okay, I have seen this movie. Very young Keira Knightley. Okay. I've seen so, this movie. The whole thing about Love I was thinking was Bill Nye, just so you know. of all these different love songs, that uh, love stories that take place during Christmas. Um, all of the characters, mostly the men, are... Well, I'm going to say lusting after their different female counterparts. Um, it was full of problematic representations. Um, Hugh Grant was the amazingly handsome politician who loved, and I quote, the fat girl. They would refer to his assistant that he it was just a regular old. <laughs> she was made to be a regular old. You know, she was made to look like regular than the rest of them. woman, but they would refer to her as a fat one because she wasn't 93 pounds. Then there was the uh, oh, Chittowell and Andrew Lincoln's character with Kira Knightley, where one of them she she was engaged to his best friend and he rang the doorbell and he had the cards and he was professing his love for her. Do you remember that? This scene? I've seen, yes, I've seen, and that's your best friend, bro. Listen. Some shit you just eat and you hold that shit in for, for the you rest forever. of your life. You never say anything, even when they get divorced. You be like, man, damn. no, he be like, oh, you got, we got divorced. Nah, okay, you don't, you, don't, you don't make that. You don't make that call. You don't um, make that call. That's no, no. If you're like, fuck this friend. Nah, but if that's yeah, if if I guess if, if you can say stage. fuck this friend and they if and they don't have kids, so it's not like you grew up being like Uncle Tommy. I don't know. If y'all you, still friends, you you don't make that call. I, that's if you're still friends. If you're not friends. So if you haven't seen Love Actually in years, check it out now. Look at it from the view. The women don't really do anything but talk about the men in their life. It doesn't pass the test. It does not pass the test. I think the only one who has a significant speaking role is Leia Thompson's character. She's a a brilliant actress from for many years, but she's the only one that has like a speaking role that's not talking about a man or about men. I'm going to show you the movie that I thought you were thinking of before I realized it was Love Actually. It also takes place during the holidays. Christmas or? The Family Stone. It's a whole bunch of white people. I just want to say, she showed me the picture, and these are... (laughs) Why does she look so bright? Look at... Look at Sarah Jessica Parker. You know Parker why there. they want her to be bright because she's the fucked up one because she's but in love. She's in love. She's engaged to someone and then she's actually in love with the brother and she like tries to leave with him. I mean, you know, this is she might leave with him. I'm not, I don't remember. We don't, we're not trying to ruin the Family Stone for y'all. I'm so sorry. Sorry, it's, spoilers. It's, it's, it's a it's a decades old movie. So if you so haven't, if you seen, haven't it, seen it, we apologize. It, oh, but still, too late. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. 
Um, but but I'm sorry, the family still in Love Actually. It's like a whole bunch of white people, and it's well, it's the white it's easy people to get them in Love confused. Actually is British. It's probably it probably came out the same year. This was their American version of the same story. Um, it reminds me of Girls Trip and that other movie with Scarlett Johansson. Yes. I think it's also called Girls Trip. Or girls' I, night out, something, like, something that. like that, and it's the same story. But who cared about the white version? I, not me. Maybe I, some of you guys did. If you've seen it, send us a DM. Let us know how it was. We we are really curious. It's so, like um, what you call it, death at a funeral. There's two versions yes. of that movie. Both have Peter Winkler, and guess Dinkler. which one I is think fun? His name is Peter Dinkler. Dinkler. Oh well, there you go. And Dink. Um, the guy from um, Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you see, there's they. It's the exact same story, exact same script. But guess what? Guess guess which one is funnier? The, the one with Chris one. Rock. Yeah. The, the black Duh. one. Yeah. Duh. Um. Well, so talk about holiday movies. So, Christmas movies are to teach movies that take place during Christmas. Another Christmas movie, probably one of the most successful uh, as far as. Uh, Hollywood gross, gross, gross. <laughs> Box office numbers. It's the coquito. Is Home Alone. Yeah. Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? I don't think it's. I like. I know he goes to the church and stuff, but I don't think that's a Christmas movie either. I think it's actually, if if it if it's a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas. Tra- it's like a tragedy movie. I didn't say oh the movies have to be. Heroic, heroic or great. I mean, I, but but I think like of a holiday movie because even Die Hard. Eventually gets to a happy ending, you know. Um, and I guess Home Alone, Home Alone does too. But like at the same time, it doesn't because like doesn't at the know. end, because it's like <laughs> yes, his family came back for him, but they still left him. Yeah, they you left know? him. And now they know he's a sociopath. So it's like, can I, can I make my argument against make Home it, Alone? Make so it. my favorite theory on the internet is that Kevin McAllister, the little boy from Home Alone, grew up to be Jigsaw from Saw. And um, and it makes sense. I believe it. The one thing I do want to say is, the kid's a little sociopath. We all know that. And if you don't know, and you're like, oh, he's cute. He was defending himself against he these He burned criminals. a fucking person's face. He didn't say, call the cops. He said, I'm going to make all these. He was, first of all, he... Tell him, tell I'm him. I'm so sorry. I, wanna, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Naughty. But hold on. I, I do want to say this. He did not call the cops. These were the two worst criminals you could ever find. If your house got burglarized by these two criminals, you asked for it. You must have left the front door open or something because they were just Front bad. door, back door, windows. Whatever, whichever way they can get in. If there was a locked door, these two idiots were not able to get through it. Those were the worst criminals in the history of criminals. So if you got burglarized by them, that was your fault. You did something wrong. Secondly, he know these two criminals are coming. He didn't call the cops. He pulled out plans for his house and death traps that he already had. So he been plotting on his family. So he was plotting on his family. He, he didn't a, just create those things. A teeny tiny Carol Baskin. Teeny tiny one. Oh, he didn't he didn't want them dead. He just wanted them to disappear. Sounds like Carol. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I get to do this. I get to do this. You know where I'm going. Allegedly. Actually, this is not allegedly because if you've seen Tiger King, we've seen the documents. She changed homeboys. She changed her husband's um, will from just after he died to death or disappearance. So. Yeah, that is true. The alleged part is uh, Kevin McAllister because he said disappear. Well, no, it's a movie. 
<laughs> I know, I guess. But uh, if we're going to bring theory. it into real but life. Yes, I will say allegedly for all these things, just to be on the safe side. Because it's his favorite word. Uh, allegedly. allegedly. I, uh, apparently, uh, that's the word I've used the most in all episodes. <laughs> allegedly. Um, so he had these plans for his family already. And then he just whipped them out as soon as he was like, oh, I get to, <laughs> I get to practice and, on these two idiots before the, I put it against my family that's and, what it was, it was and practice. what he did to the burglars would have had to have been less sophisticated because there were like 10 people in his family versus the two burglars so he, he didn't even have to be as intricate as he would have had to be with his family i am telling you he had those plans at the ready and this was his dry run let me see how, for how i could get these two idiots to go into as many traps as I set up so i know how to make them more deadly for my family and then he had outdoor stuff because his plans were for in the house so the all that yes. outdoor shit was off the dome he was like ah, i gotta switch it up tonight <laughs> like all right he was like yo <laughs> and he wasn't even afraid to like go outside not there was no fear in this little eight-year-old and then boy. in the second one when he seen them in new york he was like, I'm, I'm ready for you. He has had brand new plans for a place he had never been before. I think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he was scouting that area before. <laughs> no, but he picked up the hotel rent in the, in the second one. This, it's all random, but he the still one in New knew. York, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So he, when he has plans at the ready, I'm just saying that's not your average eight-year-old. But that's not your average <laughs> eight-year-old. Their eight-year-olds are not that sophisticated or not hopefully thinking of death traps. Uh, to put around their house just in case somebody. Our listeners with kids are like, let me go to their fucking room. Let me let me see. Yeah, you better, let me see. You better check their notebooks too because you never know. They could be just freehanding that. <laughs> <laughs> While y'all sitting in the You better get some phone. nice Christmas gifts You, you think today. they're on their phone, they're over there Googling <laughs> different materials to use. Like, I'm just saying, be nice to your kids. But Kevin McAllister, and yes, that was a great movie. It was very enjoyable. Watch. That's another movie I challenge you to watch again. Watch again and pay attention. Look at how uncaring he was when he felt that his family disappeared. And he was just like, yes, he had a little moments to himself. It was just. Also, why did he shave? I think I don't know. I feel like um, when you see like boys being by themselves, it's like the thing that they do was like emulate a man and that's shaving and putting on the cologne. And when you see the like, aftershave. Oh, uh, aftershave. It burns. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but okay. It burns. Um, and then like when you see girls, if they're by themselves, um, not that there have been movies, with uh, girls of the same age, but they'll usually be like teenagers, but that's when they, oh, they put on their mother's clothes, not their mother's clothes. They put on sexy clothes that their mother does not wear. And cause of, of course their mother is frumpy. Um, and they'll do their hair, they'll do their makeup and wear heels. So, you know, that's what they yeah, do. Yeah. So I guess it's just a trope that kids who are alone, cause it's they even, just want to be grown. Yeah. And even like, um, they, I, this is not a real world, but they adultified him even more than that because, like, the way he did his hair, how he was wearing his towel, you know, because it was like, why are we seeing this young boy's chest? And, you know, it, they, they tried to make him more sophisticated. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. They failed. That little sociopath. Oh, boy. That is a little sociopath. But. But, I mean, if your family forgot you, what would you be? I mean, listen, he was, they treated him like ass. I get it. You know, he made those plans because he wanted to kill them because they were mistreating him. Allegedly. Just like a boy movie. his age <laughs> might do. 
in his circumstances, being a rich, upper class, feeling like he's not seen or heard, and then he wants to commit murder. You know, those people. Those types. So then he did not care. He was very, he, he wished for his family to disappear. When they disappeared, he thought he was like some <laughs> miracle worker and he <laughs> was like, celebrating. Yes. He was so happy. Like, I made my family disappear. And then he pulled out his plans to go because he couldn't use it on his family anymore <laughs> at that point because he thought they disappeared. He was like, damn, yo, so he was can't like, waste the well plans. Use these death traps on these two idiots. Damn, they were idiots. Oh, man, they were idiots. Anyway, let's get off our home alone. Let's talk about two other very, very uh, famous Christmas characters from two different si- times. From two very different movies. Uh, we're talking about Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol and everybody's favorite lovable green man. The Grinch. You're a mean one. Mr. Mr. Grinch. Grinch. So I was, we were trying to think of like if there were some stereotype, stereotypical characters that we would fall around. I have to agree with Naughty. I'm more of a Grinch. Yeah, he. I thought I was a Scrooge. He previously said he was off off the mic. He said he was a Scrooge. And I was like, I don't think so. I think you're like the Grinch. And it was a whole, it was a thing. Um, Because I feel like Scrooge, uh, um, you know, he was all about his money. And he wanted to, like, work people to the bone and didn't care about people. And it took, like, him seeing um, people not, like, the people at his funeral being happy that he died so that they can get their finances in order, like to be like, Oh, I got to switch up my shit. Like, and like seeing a child die, um, to like switch up his, um, you know, his life. And the Grinch, um, was, you know, traumatized because he was bullied by the people he grew up with, not only as a child, but when he tried to come back into the community, he was again bullied and embarrassed, um, at such a massive scale. That he was like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck your life. Bing bong. I'm taking your gifts. And uh, just for uh, <laughs> reference sake, we're referring to the, uh, the Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey version mm-hmm. of The Grinch that came out in the two in 2000. Yeah, that's the, uh, the the version that we do. For some, that's the definitive version of live action Grinch. Um, for others, it's the Dr. Seuss book. The bu- yes, and but the book does not have a backstory. Yeah, it's you just, know, it so tells y- the Dr. Seuss version from where it starts to where it ends. Even the old uh, cartoon version. The car- but the cartoon version is like the book animated. Yeah, yeah, that's you it. Know? It just tells it from the book, from the perspective. You know, Hollywood sometimes give backstories to characters, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. So Jim Carrey's Grinch was traumatized. They would use him as like a, the butt of jokes. Yeah, no, the in the movie, like when they ha- they had a secret Santa and um Grinch had the baddest bitch, Martha May Huvier, as his uh secret Santa. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> and, That's the Hooville chant. And he um he like made her this beautiful angel out of the things he found in his house. And because um, you know, the people had the the kids had made fun of how him having a beard he tried to shave and he had the tissue or like shaving tape on his face so they made fun of him for that when he gave her this beautiful gift because you know martha may was like damn grinch yo i love you take me out to dinner and they got mad and then um you know hating ass mayor so then when he came back as an adult uh and they made fun of him him again like they gave him a razor um 
you know, to, to bring him back to that time, that's when he was like, fuck your life and try to take all the gifts. You know, he, he tried to come back in, you know, he did, he did no longer want to be the person who was taking Christmas. And he had said to them, like, all you care about is gifts. You don't even care about the holiday. Um, so, you know, they didn't like that either. So he went, he went, took their gifts and then, um, you know, he had to save Cindy Lou Who and then he became the person he always was meant to be. So I think that is more like teach. Not that he was I'm traumatized. Not I'm not trying to ruin He's not trying to ruin Christmas, Christmas and Christmas is whatever. And he wasn't traumatized by, by bullies. Um but not for this. <laughs> but you know. Uh but he's you know, he's like, it's a holiday and I'm around it. Yeah. Um so I would say a more of a Grinch. That you was really in a it was that was a really deep analysis. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're y'all. neither the Grinch or Scrooge. So who would you stereotypically compare yourself to? Like a stereotypical holiday Christmas, excuse me, Christmas character. John McClane. <laughs> Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Um, actually, fuck no, because I would never leave no fucking place without my shoes. They don't make it doesn't make any sense to me. It was gunshots. Um, I don't care. I don't care. He is a trained. He was a not even a police officer. He was I mean, a detective. He was an NYPD officer. No, so no, he wasn't. Is a, he trained? No, no, no. Wasn't he a detective? <laughs> I don't know. I Either way, you know, he worked for the no, NYPD. If, no, was if, he trained? If he was a detective, that would have meant he would have had to go to at least two years. He would have had to study criminology, and he would have had to not only have been a cop and then test into Honestly, detective. Honestly, I think he was just an officer. He was just a beat officer. I don't think okay, he had that. I'm sorry. I've been in plenty of emergencies in my life. I have you know survived many fires every fucking time i put my coat on and i put my shoes on so no i would not be fucking john mcclain because i got sense in my brain at least some of the time john mcclain's a hero um with no fucking shoes so if with he, no shoes if, true. if he would have heard him if he would have stepped on glass like really badly he did no if he would have no i mean in a really bad way where it would have gotten oh, artery yeah. guess what would have happened all the motherfuckers would have died and they would have got the money. Like, come on now. Come on. He could have even put on the homeboy's oversized shoes or even if they were too small just to protect his feet. I'm just saying. Um, so, no, I'm not no fucking John McClane. It's um, sorry. there for dramatic he, he's purposes. Gonna, he's getting me hot. He's no, getting no, me I'm, hot. I'm just saying. <laughs> and movies do these things for dramatic purposes. No, and I, I understand, but... No, I've I'm not shoeless Joe. I've been making this argument joke. for a while, the dramatic purpose argument. Um, he also has plot armor. It's the, it's There's the, nothing but that's, that's the going MacGuffin to happen of to the, the movie. main character. Yes, it's the MacGuffin, and I get it, but no. I think if I had to be any character, I think... Damn, I still got to be a white man. Fuck. Um, I guess either Will Ferrell in Elf. Because... Toys. Yes, toys! Santa! Um, not because I have like that kind of holiday spirit that he has, because I don't think I have that. Um, I think I'm like him because he genuinely likes to make people happy and to break and to give people the spirit. And for me, it's like, I like giving people gifts and I like seeing them happy. I like thinking about people and figuring out when I'm going to get them. So that's why I would compare myself to him or the elf he was based off of, which is the elf in um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. If you ever seen the stop motion uh, version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it's probably the best version yes. of Rudolph there is. Um, if you ever want to see a version of that, um, Google Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Mad TV. It's about a godfather, a steak, 
take on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the stop motion. It's really yeah. good. Check I, it out if you want a good laugh. Yeah, so either him. Oh, actually, I think as a person, I'm like Rudolph. Like, people shit on me all the time. And then I'm like, no, let me help you. That, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> but no, but it's a Christmas. It's a, yeah. it's a holiday character that I am like. We'll discuss that more. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm in therapy, y'all. This I'm, is, I'm, hey, listen. Everybody should go to therapy. We all have our own shit. Uh, one more thing since we're talking about Rudolph. Uh, first, rest in peace, DMX. If you've never seen or every year, you should make it a tradition where you stream Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, sung by, uh, performed by DMX. Um, you should just do it. You won't be disappointed. It's a good way to start the holiday season. So after you listen to this, just play it. Yeah, just, just play it. All right. So we are going to get into our final segment for the night, which <laughs> is... Yo, shout outs to Naughty for the air horn, I'm just saying. <laughs> we will be discussing having sound effects, but, you know, let us know what you think also. We will find some bomb fire sound effects that will be uniquely our own. Or I could just do air horns for the rest of my life. <laughs> we, she's, she's much more talented than that. So uh, we're going to do the Naughty. Uh, the naughty. naughty. Naughty and the Teach Recommends. So we're going to do our recommendations for holiday activity whether it's a movie whether it's a song whether it's a book something that you should do during this holiday i'm gonna go first go first watch die hard okay it's the best christmas movie ever made just do it you won't go wrong um i did ask you to go back and watch home alone but look at it from the perspective of who kevin McAllister really is remember he had those plans or even before those two idiot burglar burglars came so he was obviously planning on doing it to his family watch how he reacts when he finally feels that his his family has disappeared quotation marks go back and watch love actually great romantic comedy but if you really look at it the women are just there to be pawns to make the men they, have, they just help move the storyline along i mean yeah but <laughs> There, because it's in there. It they're all from the male gaze, so it's like it's that's all it. from the male gaze, and that's how they operate. They operate not as a uh, whole character. They operate operate to move the story along through the male gaze. Yes, yeah, so and go to back, make you feel badly when they they're not cooperating. Love actually, um, obviously it's the holiday season, so you've already heard Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." That's great. If you really want to challenge that, stream Eartha Kitt's version of "Santa Baby." The definitive version, in my opinion. Marilyn Monroe did a cover of it for uh, JFK, but who cares? Again, <laughs> stream the Eartha Kid version. You can stream the Marilyn Monroe version if you want to hear it a different It sounds take. just like Eartha Kid. Yes. Because it's a cover. But remember, Eartha Kid, she was the one who did it. Yeah. Um, those are my holiday recommendations for uh, Christmas the Christmas times. If I have a New Year's one, I'll come back and let you know. So what I recommend is I mentioned Full Court Miracle. Um, that's a Disney movie. It's about Hanukkah. Um, there, the other movie I mentioned is The Family Stone. I mean, you can watch it in comparison to um, Love Actually. Um, it's similar, but uh, at least the women have a little bit. Uh, they have a little bit meteor roles. Not not a. Uh, much more. Um, we also mentioned Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, stop motion version, Frosty the Snowman, 
uh, and stop motion, yeah. stop motion, and uh, Santa Claus: The Story of Christmas is also stop motion. My favorite fucking character in that movie is the motherfucking miser, and his favorite. My favorite line in the whole movie is "Toys, I hate toys." <laughs> and then he like, uh, not bulldozes, but you know the steam that he steamrolls over all the fucking yeah. toys, toys. And I just love that. Like, why, like. You're 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 a hater, but you're but you got the means to hate, and I love it. Um, we we stand that. That's legit hate. That's the legitimate hate. And you're like, and I got the money to hate to even to make your day bad. So like, I love it. I just love that kind of idea. Um, and uh, my favorite uh holiday shows to watch, like uh, episodes, are the Proud Family, the Kwanzaa episode, and there is Even Stevens. Um. These are all on Disney Plus. Uh, even Stevens, the um, one heck of Hanukkah. Uh, it's similar to the. It's a similar story to um, uh, a Christmas Carol, but um, I would like you to watch it in comparison to Home Alone, because in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister says that he wants his family to disappear, and in One Heck of Hanukkah. Um, Shia LaBeouf's character, uh, Lewis, says that he wants to disappear or that, that he wants his family um, to have the perfect son that they have always wanted. And that's a very different way to look at things. Uh, I do want to add. Oh, sorry, sorry. Christmas album, Christmas album. Jackson 5 Christmas album. Um, I love it. Uh, wish you a Merry Christmas and a groovy new year. And Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. That's it. I'm done. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a comprehensive list. You got you all. If you're trying to get into the spirit, just you know, you have a lot of suggestions. I do want to talk about, and I've never talked about one of my favorite shows of all time. It's a show called Community. They have a great holiday stop motion episode that deals really around trauma and this magical adventure that they take in the mind of one of the uh, main characters who is really going through a traumatic event. Um, so that is a great show it was one more thing i was going to just say i think it was around i can't mm. remember well if it's that important we'll add it in the comments and not the comments we'll add it in the description yes um we do want to say that we will be off we will not have a new episode on next week on the 31st oh i do remember what i want to say disney plus has a new version of home alone um where the backstory of what the motivations behind the characters and why they're doing it is fucking terrible. <laughs> like the it's not two burglars, it's two parents who are facing foreclosure and they accidentally gave the neighbor boy a doll that's worth a lot of money. So they're trying to go back in and get the doll, but he set up these death traps against them. You feel sorry for the people who are trying to literally save them and their kids, and you have this little sociopath across the street who is trying is to kill them to protect. Pretty the ball. much, pretty much. So their updated version of Home Alone, I can't remember what it's called. It's called. You can find it on Disney Plus. It's a little. We will put it in the description. Little boy with glasses. We'll put it in the description, um, just just so you know. So oh. yeah. So going back to, to wrapping up this episode, we will not be uh, airing an episode on the 31st. We want you to use that time to have the best, grooviest New Year that you possibly can. Mm -hmm. uh, Nordy and I will actually be in Times Square. Um, we'll be Ooh. working. We're not, we're not going there. As I know. <laughs> we'll be working. Mm, so sorry. But 
I hope we hope you get drunk if you can do that. Yes. Or have a gl- glass of champagne. You know, pop something if you can you have the best time you possibly can uh any any final words we want to say to them to wrap up our 2021 stay happy stay healthy keep listening to us share us you know we want you to share us to your friends we want to be you know viral as they say um you know we hope that 2022 is better for everybody um hopefully uh we're in New York, but hopefully New Yorkers stay safe. Hopefully, you know, the world stays safe and we can get back, not get back to normal, but we can create a new normal that is safe for everyone where we maybe don't have to wear masks everywhere. So, yep. Yeah, so be mindful. Um, the pandemic's still out here. It's still spreading. Um, we thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us. But like uh, Naughty said, we want you to share us. Um, let people know. We will grow with each and every one of you. So the more of you that are here to support us, to see us through, we will get bigger and we will have a bigger platform and we won't forget all of the people who have gotten us there. Oh, Um, sorry. For the only thing I would say for the end of 2021 is really take the time to really reflect. Even if it takes you a couple of hours or a day, take a moment, really sit with yourself, ask yourself, are you happy? Do you have what you want? Is there ways you can make improvements upon yourself and your life? And if those questions don't give you a good feeling or the answer you give, really think about getting yourself some support. Therapy, making, making it normal. Normalize speaking about what's on your mind. Normalize expressing yourself. Normalize using your voice. And normalize telling people when you need help. Um, and also, like, too, we have... Uh what you call it. We have listeners overseas. So shout out to you guys in uh, Russia, in um, Belgium, um, Ireland, Ireland, Groganheim. You know, I hope I said that right. Apologies. Apologies if I didn't. Uh, let us know how you guys celebrate the holidays, whether it be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's. We would love to know because, um, as you know, uh, our holidays are very different. We have a very commercialized holiday. Our very Santa commercial. is very fat and jolly so that, you know, we can be sold not only gifts, but hella food. And I know like in Sweden, Santa is a, a little elf. Very, very different. Um, so tell us, you know, we want to know. Yes. And we would love to hear. Um, let us know. I want to hear at- about um, Krumpus too. And t- tell him that. Tell him that. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to let us know, let us know at Naughty and the Teach. You will def- You can find us the our links in our link tree. If you need access to our link tree, you can always find it on our Instagrams. We'll we'll are posting it with each of the descriptions that you find wherever you might find this podcast. So yes. definitely come interact with us. We would love to hear from you. We want to hear about y- how you celebrate the holidays. Maybe you disagree with Kevin McAllister being a sociopath. We want to hear what you got to say. Maybe you agree that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie of all time. Whatever it is, we would love to hear from you. So don't be shy. Or maybe you, too, are a Rudolph. Or maybe True. you are my Clarice. True. I, I, I'm, or like Clarissa, because I like that. Yes. You get the point. So uh, please interact with us. Let us know. We would love to hear from you. Um, In the meantime, happy 2022. Um, Have the best holiday time that you can. And Naughty and the Teach will be back in early 2022. Woohoo! See you then. Have a good one, y'all. Be safe.